Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. UK Tech Weekly Podcast. UK Tech Weekly Podcast, UK Tech Weekly Podcast, UK Tech Weekly Podcast, UK Tech Weekly Podcast, UK Tech Weekly. That was amazing. (laughs) I was going to do the rest, but no. It's back, uh, the most charmingly irritating technology podcast from all of us lot. I'm Henry Burrell, back in the chair. In a week that sees Mario miss an important connection, Amazon drone on and on about deliveries, and Microsoft takes a hard line on terror. It's coming up now, and it's hotter than the sun. This week's pod takes place in an audio Twitter feed where we excitedly chase audio viral sensation and subtle audio memes to bring you 40 minutes of audio tweet rants underlined by politically charged audio bullying, eventually to be all set to rights by aggressive audio subtweeting from numerous racist audio eggs. <laughs> She's the master of the tweeted takedown. It's Charlotte G, editor of Tuckworld. Hello. He's in a lifelong tweet off with the far right. It's Tamlin McGee, online editor of Techworld. Hello. And he'll chase that blue tick till he's physically sick. <laughs> it's David Price, the acting editor of Macworld UK. Hello. I've never technically applied for the blue tick. Technically. I know, but... Pretty much everybody else has and <laughs> failed. And I knew I wouldn't get it, so I haven't applied. Uh, you ruined my joke. Um, so then, <laughs> let's sell down and get ready to clog up your timeline with 40 minutes of audio tech chat. Hashtag topical. A lot can happen in 35 years. Back in 1981, Mario was minding his own business, diligently fixing toilets and unclogging various U-bends until a giant gorilla kidnapped his missus and chucked heffing great barrels at him. (laughs) Fast forward to today, and not only does everyone in the Western world recognise the moustached man from Italy, but now everyone with an iPhone or iPad can indulge in his first foray into the mobile world. But it ain't all sunshine, lollipops and golden coins... Is it David Price? No, it no, it bloody isn't. Before <laughs> and that swearing, <laughs> that Ooh. was a swear. Before we discuss why not, yeah, what is Super Mario Run uh, that you can now download for iPhone and iPad? So uh, yeah, so um, f- until now, um, Mario has not been available on iOS. Uh, Nintendo is very protective of its uh, IPs, its intellectual properties, and generally doesn't uh, launch uh, its own properties on other people's platforms. Okay. Um, but now it is. And Super Mario Run is uh, exclusively at this point for uh, iPhone and iPad. It's um, it's a Mario game, but it, with the crucial difference that it's an auto runner, which means that uh, Mario, when you play, automatically runs towards the right. Um, so when you play a normal Mario game, you have like a, a joypad and you move left and right. And yep. then you have a jump button as well. And you have another button you hold down to run and it fires uh, fireballs. I'm looking around the room. You guys are all playing Mario, <laughs> yes, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in this, there's basically only one button, so you just tap the screen to jump, and okay. he will just run along. The so rest it's of the time. just simplified the game engine for a mobile. 
exactly platform and it's really good okay i want you know i want this to be part of the takeaway is that the way they the work they've put into redesigning the mechanisms of the game is is just superb each of the levels is really well crafted they put all this work into ways and mechanisms whereby you can stop him running they have little pause blocks you have little backwards jump moves Mm -hmm. you have bubbles that take him backwards so most of the auto runners i've played I think are very limited, and I don't know about you guys again, but you know, like Temple Run, yeah, something like, like that. that. It gets pretty. It's really linear. basic, and also it, it's like um, an endless runner as well. Is that they, it's just like procedurally generated or something? Whereas this, these are properly crafted levels with like a strategy to each one, and you replay yeah. them, and there's like special color coins that you can only get in certain ways, and and it's really good, um, and you can download it today, and it's free, yeah, um, sort of. What, the, what do you mean? Well, it's it's a, it's a free download, um, and for the free download, it's like a demo, so you can play the first three levels okay. out of, uh, there's, I think, 24 in the mm. normal standard game. Um, and then if you want to play more than the first three levels, which I really think you will, um, <laughs> then... David doesn't work for Nintendo. <laughs> well, no, well, you wait until you, you wait, wait, you wait, a minute. He will, he will work for Nintendo after this. <laughs> um, How much is it? It's quite expensive. It's seven ninety nine. That unlocks the whole thing. But for a mobile um, game that unlocks everything, and then from unlocks then... Unlocks everything. <laughs> the key to eternal life to, yeah, <laughs> political stability uh, but, but, but there's no in-app purchases or is no, there? Th- no there's not so that's okay. it it's a one-off payment um, and yeah by the standards of iPhone games it is expensive I'll acknowledge that but I think iPhone games are too, are too cheap um, and crap and crap. So this is a good um, this is a iPhone good game. game. How long so, does it take to play? Can I ask? Do you reckon? Twenty-four you know, I, levels. I, I'm not allowed to tell you. Oh really? This, oh. This, is, this, is, this is oh, there's so many things I want to talk about. This um, <laughs> Nintendo have done an embargo, so I've been playing uh, a uh, pre-release beta version of the game. Right. Um, but in order to get access to that, I had to sign an embargo and oh. a two-stage embargo. So there was a one-stage. Is this all now broken? By the time <laughs> no, I will not be breaking the terms of it. Um, okay. Cause it's, I don't really understand the legality of it. <laughs> like once the game is actually out, which by the time you hear this uh, podcast, it should be. Yeah. If it all went to plan, it came out in the evening of the 15th. Right. Yeah. Um, but we are now talking on the morning, uh, of, the morning of the 15th. Yeah. So it hasn't actually technically come out. But you have to sign an embargo when you first go round to Nintendo's offices and play their uh, first version of it. I had to sign an embargo saying I wouldn't say this and that. And then there's another embargo to play the beta and then write a, a review, which is only allowed to go out at a certain time. One of the things I'm not allowed to say is uh, how long it takes to play oh, the game. Wow. I'm also not allowed to say how big the file is, the download mm. file. Um, which, which will become public knowledge as soon as people as download it. As soon as it comes out, which is just it's well, yeah. it's yeah. useful information. Thanks to beautiful journalism, yes. there's a few things that you are now going to say that you don't like about the game, which you're entitled Ooh, to say. Yes. What is the massive... Whoa, cap- I didn't see this coming. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've been trailing <laughs> Look this at that. You have to have an internet connection to play it, which is just so annoying. Yeah, that is oh, annoying. I'm that's so stupid. angry about Why? What's the yeah, reason behind that? Can you just to download stop, it? To stop piracy. No, you, um, <laughs> so you download it. Yeah, yeah, you've got the game on your um, phone, which I'm not allowed to tell you how big it is, but it is quite big. Um, and <laughs> no there, there's, there's ve- <laughs> Very good. There are various modes. Um, one of them is like a shop where you, yeah. you buy stuff. There's a, a, a social mode where you play against other people's right. um scores online so that you need okay, online for yeah. that and you need that online for the shop i get that but the third mode is just normal single player it's, it's mm. called world tour it's just the campaign so if you're on the tube and you go underground you, you can't, can't play it. you can't play it. I, i've been testing this <sighs> out annoying. which i think i'm allowed to say yes i've been testing this out um if you um if you lose an internet connection in the middle of a level you can carry on and finish the level oh. but the moment you finish the level instead of getting the animation of you've finished the level it then goes please try and find a place with a better internet connection do you lose your score uh, well, at that point, oh, well, that, no. If you can, then if you can, <laughs> we get... can edit out if you libel anyone. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you can, um, you can, 
uh, leave it in that state and then right. get to an internet connection and ah, click retry. Okay. And it will then complete the animation and give you the score. Okay. That um, sounds incredibly frustrating. It's yeah. so frustrating because the whole point of this game is it's a mobile game. Yeah. You know, like when... Um, you play it while you're on the go or not. Yeah, well, exactly. I, I wrongly thought it was called Super Mario Go for a bit. It's not. It's Super Mario Run. <laughs> but it's meant to be for on the go. Um, yeah. This completely blocks that. And, you know, I, I was playing it this morning on the train. I had a 25-minute overground commute. And I couldn't play it. I didn't get a single go on what it. What did you because, do? Did you cry? Uh, I used Duolingo instead and learned some French vocab. Oh. Oh, okay. um, oh, okay. uh, very good. But I prefer to have played Super Trivia. Mario Run, and mm. I couldn't because it kept on trying to download data. Um, I'd already downloaded the game. I'd already played mm. the game last yeah. night, but it was trying to download more data, and it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Start have you been me playing out. this nonstop since it came out? Uh, well, no, well, quite a lot. So it sounds <laughs> sounds a bit like a, a battery hog because what I didn't like about Pokemon Go was that. Um, you needed your location on, and yeah. mm. it was constantly downloading data, so it just well, drained, actually, your, yeah, yeah. drained your phone battery really Interesting quickly. Interesting you brought that up. We were talking about it uh, earlier, and we were trying to think of other mobile games where it was necessary to have an internet connection, and the one that did spring to mind was Pokemon Go. Mm. Yeah. Um, but weirdly, it, no one ever said that that was a problem, because... Well, it kind think, of makes I sense. It, with... I think it was yeah. a problem for people, but it, it, it was necessary. And it's it? not a game that you would play on the tube, necessarily. Well, I mean, you couldn't, but yeah, I mean, the whole point of it was... That you, it required that because it was all about the world around you and mm. yeah. I haven't really played Pokemon I don't like it but um, <laughs> is that is that right it's yeah, that's like it's, it's it. augmented yeah. reality yeah. 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 Isn't it? so it made sense that it had to have that so so for anyone who's downloading Pokemon Go uh, whoops Super Mario Run Super Mario Run costs seven ninety nine, but you can only play it with an internet connection so that also means when you're not on Wi-Fi um, is there any indication um, from Nintendo or otherwise about how much data usage that would take no, up? There, no, there isn't. I, I don't think it's a lot. Um, I, I don't think that's is the it element just, of it to worry about. It's basically like a save process. Well, it's, yeah, so why, it's why? like an activation <laughs> because the whole point is that they want to stop piracy. But that's insane because this is on iOS and piracy is a tiny problem on iOS. Mm. Is it iOS exclusive? But At the moment the it is. The thing is it's coming to Android at some point next year. See, yeah, my, they've, yeah, they've just said something. My favourite thing about Android phones is, um, you know, if you legally own a copy of Super Mario, it's possible to have an emulator on and just play the originals. Yeah, Right, so the people that would be likely to pirate it will just get around this method of DRM anyway. Mm-hmm. So as mm-hmm. usual with DRM, it only punishes the people that are being nice mm-hmm. and playing by the rules. It's so annoying. Yeah. I remember 2012, Diablo 3 came out. And everybody complained about the always online DRM. Everyone. But that, no, they really did. Yeah. And, uh, and it was My mum was, was just... living. <laughs> <living. laughs> <It> was... <laughs> the only thing I know about Mrs. McGee, she's furious. <laughs> I know. Diablo, Diablo 3. <laughs> That's right. Sorry, um, uh, But that was a PC game, right? So you got a PC. Yeah. You, it's reasonable yeah, it to sort sense. of... Ex- it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's still, still annoying because yeah. they were just doing it for their own benefit, not for yours. They just wanted to check you weren't running a party again. Mm. But PC games, there is piracy. And it's on a PC, so you've probably got an internet connection. I don't know. This it's, is a mobile It is very game. annoying, and it's a shame for Apple and for Nintendo that it's happening with a game that is such a big deal. Yeah. But if you think about the way the smartphones have changed everyone's habits, before it would have been a game that you played on your DS or whatever, and that didn't need an internet connection. And now yeah, it's kind of true. making that, that transition to mobile. And yeah. I've had to been annoyed at various times about Spotify when you try and stream it. I felt I had enough data to stream. And then, yeah, as soon as you go underground, you're like, ah, damn, I haven't downloaded that album. Yeah. So you have to download everything. So it's basically yeah. like carrying around an iPod anyway. Yeah. Sorry, I was just agreeing with you. Good. No, I don't have anything else to say. Yeah, that is, that is annoying. Yes. So 
David, your review of this, when will that be online? It is online? It, um, when you hear this, it will be already online. My, my, my embargo, a super, super strict embargo. I'm not allowed to tell you what some of the characters are. <laughs> the, the embargo... Let me guess. Sonic, <laughs> the embargo Sonic. that expired on the first um, preview, uh, it said I couldn't reveal one character who I hadn't actually seen when I was playing it. So the embargo told me a character I didn't know mm. that I then wasn't allowed to tell anybody. Well, that's a bit pointless. Can you... I could do are, a charade. Are there any, what do they look like? Are there any surprising additions? No, um, no, don't say that. Uh, uh, no, no, <laughs> not at all. No, of well course, then, not that's not at all. Yeah. But I'm still not allowed to. Yeah, see who they are. Um, yeah, my review will be online uh, as of six pm on the fifteenth. So that's in the as past. you listen, it's in the past. Uh, and Macworld.co.uk. On Macworld.co.uk. I'm not sure. Suffice to say, it's not a five star review that it could have been. It would have been a five-star review. If, I'll, I'll tell you that. That's a spoiler. If it wasn't for this internet connection business, it would have been a five-star review because it's so good and so thoughtfully designed. It's got that gold standard of Nintendo level design. Yeah. Um, that I was just immediately drawn in. And they've just... they've just. There's a term I want to use, and I don't know if I can. They've dropped a bollock. There you oh, go. Dear. Can you say that? I'll probably <laughs> yeah, why not? That. Mm. Chris um, can edit it out. I think but actually, yeah. Um, annoying. Really annoying. I was about to ask Tamlin and Charlotte if they would be downloading it, but unless you have an iPad, either of you, I know you don't use iPhones. So. I've got a OnePlus. Is this news passed you by? Is this something that a certain uh, number of people mm. will be excited about and certain people don't care? I've completely missed it, but when it does come to Android, I probably will get it. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'd get it when it comes to Android. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Anything to add, David, before we move on? <laughs> don't don't Apart do from... always online DRM. It's really annoying. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. There's a lesson. That's there, the so lesson. Take that, Nintendo. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, you can download it now. Just uh, stay on 4G. Um, that's my advice. Uh, David, let's go or game over? Uh, it's not as binary as this, it's just for amusement. Uh, oh, game, game over. Does he say game over? Doesn't he just sort of get. No, that happens when you die, doesn't it? And he sort yeah. of in games. Jumps up in <laughs> yeah, in the end. I, I played games. <laughs> I, know, I know that it says game over. Yeah, game over. Game over, Tamlin. Let's a go. Let's a go. And Charlotte. Mm, game over. Okay. Find out for yourself, uh, listener. Coming up next, we're going to talk about Amazon Prime again. If there's anything more capitalist than sitting at 3am in your Cambridge mansion, deciding what you really need right now is a DVD of Predator and seven tubes of Pringles, and then having it literally flown to you by robots, then I have yet to hear about it. Charlotte G, what problem in our lives has Amazon courageously solved this week? Okay, well, with great fanfare this week, um, Amazon said that they had done their first ever um, Amazon Prime Air customer delivery. Okay. Uh, It was a TV streaming stick and a bag of popcorn. I saw the corporate video. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it was fully autonomous and there was, so there's kind of no human involvement. This happened in Cambridge in the UK. Um, so there's a trial. It's got it's two UK customers, and basically, what what they've announced actually a service. It's only available for two people with a big garden that want things that weigh <laughs> under two point six kilos. Lucky them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that is a booming um, market. <laughs> so yeah, so so it is. It's they've started trialing it. Um, it's certainly not available to the public, and it's a very limited trial. So it can only be during the day when there's decent weather and it's got to be light and it's got to be near Cambridge. But, but what, what they've made a big deal out of though, right, is the thing they've been promising for a while about drone delivery. Yes. And how, apart from a person in a warehouse putting the thing in a box and putting it mm. on some weird quadcopter, mm. um, it gets delivered automatically with no human involvement. Yes. How does that work? Well, 
I don't know. I think you just kind of explained how it works fairly well. <laughs> I mean, I don't, in terms of the like technical ins and outs, they haven't really released a great deal more than they've said already. To be honest, um, I don't know. I still think that that, I, th- I still think that 2018 is a bit ambitious. That's when they yeah. said that they think it'll be available to the public. And the conditions where you can use drones are so limited that I don't really, I, I don't know how economically viable it even is. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm and still pretty skeptical about it. How, how legal is it? Like, have, have um, those things been hashed out yet? It is, it's, the reason why they're doing it in the UK and not in the US is because in the US, uh, you have to have a human pilot and the drone has to be within sight of that pilot. So they had to do it here because we're a little bit more Definitely relaxed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you can't, Basically, you, basically, you can't be within I think something like fifty meters of a building. So you have to have a pretty big garden for this to apply to you. Like you have to have an over fifty meter sized garden. Oh right. Um, I also don't really know how good the location technology is. Like, could it drop it into a pond or something swimming or pool? a road? Where or a road? Driving. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I yeah. What it's, about it's, the it, air traffic control? Yeah. Also, so it's got when to be like pretty rural. Of them going all around the place. Yeah, it's got to be pretty rural and not near an airport as well. Or so, a flight path, presumably. Or, yeah, or a flight path. So yeah, it's a bit crap. It's a bit, it's a bit oh, limited. Yeah. We're inclined to pick holes in it. It's the second week in a row we've talked about something that Amazon has announced, mm. but then also a service that doesn't actually yet exist. Yes, they're very clever at this. Yes, yeah. they are. Is it clever? Plans. Because I was thinking, and like last week we talked about Amazon Go, which is basically shopping without checkouts. But Amazon it doesn't dash. We've done. Yeah, because it... they just keep on coming out with these ridiculous <clears throat> gimmicks mm. that are like far off. Imagine. But yeah. how, does that, how does that help their brand then? Because obviously we we probably all use Amazon, right? Whether it's just to buy Christmas presents or we use um, their video service Kindle. or whatever. Or Kindle, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So why is it feeling it necessary that at the moment, every week, to announce something that they basically patented and is in prototype, but you can't actually use as a service? How does that help their brand? Well, they're sort of associating themselves with... <laughs> Innovations, very hate that word. No, that's fine. But they're kind of being, <laughs> making themselves be seen. The word as, well, because it just gets over. Yeah, it gets overused. But by, by, it's like we hear the word innovation all the time, and it normally means something that's slightly incrementally better than it was before. Someone's yeah. bolted on a magnet. Yeah. To oh my god! <laughs> wow, how innovative. Yeah. Um, I guess yeah, they just want to be seen as as kind of. I mean, Google are also developing a drone delivery service, but they've gone very quiet about it, yeah. and some people think. That I mean, this week they said that they're abandoning plans to build their own self-driving car, and some people suspect that they may have also abandoned the drone plans. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, if going by Google's shopping uh, service, mm. that's pretty rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> I never bought anything through Google Shopping. And yeah. No. Sometimes no, you click on it, and there's just like three different prices, and then no link to buy. It's just it's not ready. <laughs> so I think probably. That's that's okay for Google. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. weirdly, there's also like <laughs> there's a lot of technical issues with the drones as well. Like, okay, this sounds mental, but there's a bit of a problem with very aggressive birds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what they do about that, and also like they could like be they could be shot down. I mean, these are rural areas; people have guns. They could they could just. You know, I could definitely see my dad taking against a drone flying over his land. Yeah. That has happened in the US, I think. Yeah. Get shooting down. Down. yeah. So I guess, yeah. you know, people, there are lots of problems, basically, that I don't really quite see how they're going to overcome. And I don't really think they're ever going to, it's not going to be something that's ever available in a city, surely. Because it'd be mm, mad. Are birds in danger from these drones? Possibly. I mean, do they, I don't know, I'm not sure. Surely, are the drones in danger from the birds? <laughs> fly into something bigger than that. I don't know. Birds that happens are birds. all the time with planes, though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, birds do fly into stuff. Like, 
a lot. Someone needs to think of the birds. Birds used to fly into my house all the time when I was younger. We'd be having like dinner and it'd be like thwack really hard. Another bird. bird. No, I know. Birds are quite stupid. And then added to the dinner. (laughs) Yeah. Is is Amazon Prime Air, as the service is called, is it a weird um, way of placating people who don't live in big cities who don't have access to Amazon Prime now, which is the service that delivers... Well, Tamlin, you have used this service uh, mm-hmm. the day you got your PlayStation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, some bloke biked it over and it was here in a couple of hours and it was really yeah. cool. So is this kind of like that? Yeah, I, maybe. I mean, drones are actually being... In, I'm not down on drones generally. Like They are being used in some quite good ways. I mean, for example, in like parts of rural Africa, they're being used to deliver like medical supplies to places that don't have a good road infrastructure. So, I mean, there are, like there are places where it's useful, but then... Yeah, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll put it this way. I think that it will be, the service will be launched, but I just don't know if it'll be as big as people think. And I think it will take longer. And I think there's a lot more barriers. I think if, you, if they could get around the regulations in America, I could see it yeah. taking off there more yeah. just because it's, there's so much empty space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Although the US, I think that the current regulations on drones are going to be in place until at least 2020 in the US by law. So, mm. so they're not going to be able to launch it in the US for quite some time. So you can see why they've picked the UK as their kind of testing ground. So, yeah. Interesting to see Amazon then basically do everything. Are there, is there another tech company yeah. of recent years that's really invested in online shopping, books? Um, but they're just doing everything. What's so the the Dash thing? Is uh, You guys know a bit more about that possibly The Dash than button, I do. if that's what David was referring to, yeah. it's very weird. You can buy it now. You can buy them. Yeah. So basically what it is, them. it's like... Um, and again, I don't actually know technologically how they work, but mm. it's for individual products. It's a small button. Yeah. And you so like <laughs> the one toilet I was paper. toilet paper. Yeah, okay. you're sitting on the loo, and then you go, "Oh, I'm nearly out of loo roll." You press the Andrex button or whatever. Yeah. And automatically, you get delivered toilet roll. I feel like that's solving a problem that no one really has. Yeah. Also, like... if you're doing that, the problems are probably a bit more urgent. Than... <laughs> yeah, I know. Like you need to pop well, to the shop. You've always got the the cardboard oh, cool. tube. You're that's the, the oh, inbuilt have emergency. You chewed, have you chewed before? You, you, you've mm. never chewed. I've never chewed. I've never, no, I've never chewed. <laughs> no, I've definitely. Oh, I was just saying that some people might chew. Yeah, some people might. But it's for other stuff like dog food, and I, I think there are restrictions yeah. on it so that a kid doesn't just sit there ordering twenty million loo okay. rolls. Well, you, that you sounds get, but I mean, you get an email, can, so you can, you can cancel it. That's the whole thing. Because it doesn't have a price on it, and the price could have changed since yeah. you installed the button. I mean, yeah. So you then get an email just to... You have, you have lots of sort of get-out points. I personally think okay. Amazon at the moment, this is just my point of view, that they're trying too hard to solve problems that don't yeah. really exist. Oh, yeah. Do you remember when um, uh, Ryanair, their... What's he called? Is it Willie? Mike O'Leary. Mike, oh, Mike O'Leary, that's right. Yeah, the that's other guy's it. British Airways. Um, he, he, every sort of six months, and he'd come out with some completely hairbrained, oh, oh yeah. we're not going to have toilets make everyone stand. <laughs> make everyone stand. And it was never yeah. real, but it was yeah. just, he, he knew how to just poke the British media and, yes. and they'd give him a load of publicity. Yeah. And, you know, everybody uses Amazon and they're they're rapidly approaching this point, like in um, Demolition Man, where there's only one restaurant where they always get a Taco Bell. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. No. Um, never seen Demolition Man? <laughs> no, sorry. It's in the future. It's really good. It's a Sylvester Sloan film. Excellent. And in the future, all the restaurants have merged and there's only one restaurant left and <laughs> oh, it's Taco God. Bell. So whenever they go to the restaurant, it's Taco Bell. Amazon is increasingly becoming shop, you know, for yeah. us. That's yeah. where everybody goes. Yeah, it is. And I think part of the way they become so ubiquitous here, yeah, partly it's crushingly powerful infrastructure but also it's we're always talking about them they're always doing these little yeah they're, cl- they're very clever in terms of their I think so. PR yeah yeah that's a good point we are <laughs> although I mean less so there's no them. real getting around the fact that like they don't pay any tax 
I mean, I do know there are quite a few people who boycott Amazon. I tried it for a while, How's and that then going? I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I found it really hard because it is actually quite hard. Not well, it was fine until I read my Kindle is, and then realised I needed to get a new stuff. book. And yeah. yeah, and then I and then I just thought, oh, just, okay, I'll just I'll I just use were, it for Kindle. I bet they were glad to have you back. Yeah, <laughs> I know. What's the point? And it what's the point in even trying? Oh, I don't know. I think Amazon have gone into phase two now. Sinister phase two. Yeah. Phase one was put all the, the singularity out of, um, our business. Yeah. And now they've just ramped up all the prices. Because mm. I was doing my wish list the other day and I put on um, a paperback, quite a slim paperback, 10 quid. You yeah. can't charge yeah. 10 quid for a paperback, but you can if you're Amazon, you've got no competition. Yeah. And also, how much is going to the writers? I always wonder that as well. But anyway, yeah, I agree. They are mm. a big, scary company. And do you think they've gone all in on this because the Kindle is their obviously very successful product, but mm. their other products are debatably not as popular. So there's the fresh food thing that they're trying to do, but I wouldn't think to order fresh food from no. Amazon at this stage. I think they're just trying everything. Yeah. Brute force. See what sticks. But then again, they've yeah. got enough money to basically just burn through loads of cash. I guess that's why even if drones are not economically viable, I guess it's worth them still giving it a go in case it is. Is there anything that they don't do that you'd like Amazon to do? Pay their taxes. <laughs> Zinger. <laughs> treat, treat their staff. Better. Treat their staff better. Yeah. yeah there was maybe, a, maybe don't try and... Gosh, all, yeah. people staying in tents. Yeah. yeah the Sunday Times article. Outside of fulfillment centre. I know, this is the thing. Really fulfilled. Did you hear about yeah. this? Um, there was a story in this... I, think, well, I read it in the Sunday Times that uh, Amazon workers have been camping out in tents nearer to the fulfillment centres, as they're called, the warehouses, oh um, because it costs them more than their like sort of minimum wage allows to mm. travel to and from so it's kind of like they're not really making that much money That's did you depressing. see the way the bbc covered that it was hilariously crass no, how did they do yeah. it what have you done to be close to work and it's like <laughs> oh, no 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, um, God, yeah but yeah it's not great um and some people were fired for having four days off in a row for being <laughs> ill she was in hospital with a kidney infection funny how camping in winter outside it's, of yeah, it's not good for your health, your health. Yeah. yeah so yeah so, but yeah, that's the thing. It's kind of hard to talk about Amazon without... Yeah, it's weird. I mean, you, in, in some businesses, to help workers... I mean, this is a very broad stroke I'm painting here, but, <laughs> but using the service may well positively affect the workers. But in this case, it doesn't seem to happen. Yeah. Well, no, because uh, I guess part of the problem as well is that the a lot of the work in the warehouses, because it's so automated, is pretty unfulfilling, I guess kind of someone wrote i can't remember it was in like the ft or whatever they were saying that the problem isn't so much human like robots but it's more kind of robotic humans who just get don't have any scope for doing anything apart from what they're told to by their weird little machine so yeah there's also a degree of quite alienating i imagine there was work. a there was a report and i think it was mother jones where someone went to work at one of these fulfillment centers or whatever and the amount of pressure they were under to mm. place all these orders was ridiculous. Yeah, they have you know. really strict targets. Yeah, yeah. like a fitness tracker, don't they? So, yeah, 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 it's mm. mental. I know people get like bad knees and all kinds of like health issues from the amount that they're expected to work. Yeah. So and I don't then, know. And then can't take the days off. Yep, yeah. Yeah. I know. So there you go. Amazon kind of suck as a company. Yeah. This has backfired on them, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Make your own mind up, listener. If you live in a Cambridge mansion, you can order something that's about two kilograms. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. there's loads of things that that covers. Yeah. Sweet. But to conclude, just going to go around the room. Charlotte G to infinity and beyond, or I like going to the shops. 
I like going to the shops. <laughs> Tamlin McGee. I like going to the shops. And Mr. David Price. To infinity and beyond. Oh, he likes it. Okay, oh, cool. Well, I don't like going to the shops. But you shop. like Toy Story. Oh, you yeah. don't like going to the shops. I don't really That's either. That's another I conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I still want to say it's, the slogan. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just wanted to, you know, within the binary parameters that you gave us, that's yeah. what I would go for. It's like the <laughs> referendum all over again. Oh, I know, exactly. God. Well, from uh, corporate gloom to something even more zesty, we're going to talk about terrorism. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along, and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So what better way to round off this week's pod than with a dissection of the links between tech juggernauts and extreme terror? We might joke that the two go hand in hand, but in seriousness, there's a blatant responsibility of companies like Facebook and Twitter to seriously um, uh, consider how they should define and police the abuse of its networks with the blatant promotion of terror. So, you know, like fluffy stuff. Uh, Tamlin McGee, uh, can you explain and also perhaps why you've been impressed with Microsoft? Mm -hmm. So in May this year, the EU Justice Commissioner had a go at Microsoft, Facebook, Twitter, and Google for not doing enough to curb the promotion of terror online, uh, hate speech and propaganda. So rather than drafting new legislation in Europe, um, these companies entered something called a voluntary agreement where they said, we will do our best to remove terroristic content, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> like within, within 48 hours or 24 hours, actually. But they got dragged over the coals for it because um, someone else within the EU said that only 40% of recorded cases were dealt with within 24 hours. Okay. Hmm. So anyway, in the wake of like fresh criticisms, they've all agreed to share a to create a shared database whereby they will record and track people posting uh, terrorist propaganda on all their joint networks. So that's quite a big scope. That's Microsoft Bing, which no one uses. Uh, <laughs> there's Google, which everyone uses. Yeah. Twitter and... YouTube as well. Yeah. 
and Facebook, Facebook yeah, of course, yeah. one yeah. of the biggest ones. But um, what, what's, what's interesting about it is that there's all sorts of political questions to be had about defining terror itself. Yeah, that's the first problem. Uh, <laughs> and apart from Microsoft, they're not really doing it. So what's Microsoft done that was positive? Microsoft has posted a very comprehensive blog post on its website um, where it says it's using the... Basically, it's using the UN sanctions list and the terrorist groups that are in there to define what terror is. So it'll be automatically tracing people posting those things and removing them and so on. Um, So you've got a pretty clear definition of the kinds of content that will be removed or tracked so is that to suggest that these other companies are not quite so hardline or a bit or transparent transparent i mean it's in my opinion it's a transparency thing because i mean the definition of terror itself is murky right i asked all of them how do you define it where do you draw the line you know are we do you also remove posts about basque separatism or are we just talking about jihadi terror is it good terror or bad terror do you know what i mean like (laughs) where where do you where do you draw the line and um only microsoft has been really clear on that Mm. is that because politically these companies don't commit to saying or because they don't know I mean, it could. We we don't know. It's, <laughs> it's we don't know. It's I suppose it's a minefield. You know, you oh, don't yeah. you don't want to come out as a PR spokesperson and say we think jihadi yeah. terrorism is much worse than Irish republicanism. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It is a communications nightmare. Yeah, yeah, it really is. But at the same time, because these platforms are so widely used by all of us, it's also there's there. Are, I guess there's some worries that they could overreach. You know, there's like grey area organisations that may be defined as terroristic in one country that aren't in another. And a a good example is the YPG in Syria at the moment uh, and the state of Rojava, whatever. They've got US support, but Turkey defines them as a terrorist organisation. So what does it mean? Mm. Nobody knows. And And also like Israel, Palestine, you could get into some pretty... Exactly. ...questions over that. And actually, that reminds me, um, this week it was proposed that describing Israel as... I think the exact terms was a racist endeavour could be criminalised in the UK. Really? So, yes. <laughs> wow. As anti-Semitism. Okay, right? Right. That's, that's literally just the state of Israel or equating... Yeah, that, that was it. Yeah. And it's a bit of a worry, I guess, if a government introduces some reactionary legislation about, mm. you know, legitimate criticism, mm. in, in my opinion, and then these companies have to obey the local law like mm. it's all a bit of a muddle you know? yeah, yeah so from in terms of how the, yeah, they deal with the press and obviously you brought up the question in your article Tamlin um, is, is that the problem the fact that they don't want her to have a reaction to it that might placate a certain feeling of, of ease with people you're like oh, okay now if Facebook has defined something then that's okay but like mm. you say if it, if, if it prompts governments to introduce some sort of knee-jerk legislation mm. um, do you think these companies are powerful enough to, to have, have a a hold on that sort of thing how do you mean sorry well like if facebook defines what terrorism is mm-hmm. and twitter does um does that mean that our governments will then have to step up and sort of help re- to the public like redefine what it is because at the moment the sort of mainstream media like you alluded to earlier like yeah jihad bad and then what else is bad mm-hmm. the, 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 alt-right the, white yeah, young men yeah, being radicalized exactly. is is okay um, but, yeah. Twi- twitter had a relatively okay record on this recently although i think it's u-turned mm-hmm. and is now reinstating the accounts of yes it has people. yes so i take yeah. you all back they're bad yeah. why don't they just ban trump i mean seriously ban the president <laughs> i mean you can do it Twitter. you should have done it a while ago and then it could have stopped all of this nonsense 
But the problem is, is that Twitter's entire MO is based on unpleasantness. Yes, I know. They, they, they I know. I know. It, so. There is no unpleasantness. Someone got advertised uh, like <laughs> something from the like Nazis of Alabama or something recently on Twitter. It's like that's mental. Why are you accepting oh, like pr- money? Pr- promoted. Like a promoted yeah, tweet. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. And well, so, I'm really so, uncomfortable with the idea, though, of, of companies defining political. Yes, I am. That's like that. that's that's true. But if they're their job but, it, but if they're doing it anyway, <laughs> they probably shouldn't be. I'm they probably shouldn't be, but they're doing it anyway. So if they're doing it, shouldn't we know? Yeah. What it is, also, they're making a big. Yeah, the thing that worries me is they're making a big database. Databases sound like something that could definitely be hacked into. Mm-hmm. Notes, yeah, database Yahoo. based on political views. That's, yeah, that data. No that sounds wrong. pretty. Like a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it started with a database of people that have posted links to alt right groups, yeah. and then the next thing is it's a database. And of where do you go between like free things. speech? I mean, you may have odious views, but it's very hard to know. Like, where does that go into a specific threat, like a terror mm-hmm. threat? I don't know. That's mm-hmm. and it is annoying. understood, although not official, by us that Facebook will be particularly focusing on um, violent extremists, jihadi. Yeah, Content, ISIS type ISIS stuff. beheading videos yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, you yeah. go start somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and breast and breastfeeding videos too, because that that strikes fear into the heart of everyone. At but, Facebook, but, apparently. but absolutely, where do you? It's where a bit do, icky though, isn't it? God's <laughs> sake! But where where do you draw the line? Like, mm. is a left wing essay from? the early 20th century mm. promoting terroristic content if it's going on about the propaganda yeah. of the deed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, if I think that the Russian Revolution was a good thing and Lenin mm. was great, like, should you put, put me in jail yeah. or on a database? Like, yeah. No. yeah, yeah, you should. No, no, you shouldn't. No. I mean, but also like the suffragettes. I don't know. I, yeah. That's all, that's, I don't know. It, it's it's very hard. What about Braveheart? To... He was a... Yeah. Well, no, he can get on. He can get on the database. <laughs> I'm joking. So, so Don't if, kill if, me, if, Scott. If here's social media giants and or data giants are suggesting that perhaps they don't want the responsibility mm-hmm. of having to define what something is, mm. uh, and therefore having the responsibility to police it. What other things can we give examples of that they've done? Obviously, porn would be the obvious one that they have to just take down. Mm. Is there anything else that they have they need to actually physically take off the network and then report the people who post it? I don't know. I mean, you get, like sometimes you get specific threats, like people have been arrested through, uh, like Caroline Criado Perez, someone was arrested for threatening her and prosecuted, I think a couple of people. There's that, um, there's that thing about fake news that Zuckerberg decided to crusade against, mm. which is frankly bizarre. Yeah. But I think, I think I've, I've mentioned it before on the podcast, so I'll keep it brief. But um, I think one example of the influence that Facebook wields is when they carry out when they have carried out questionably unethical experiments like toying mm. with people's timelines and then recording if they were happy or sad because mm. of it, mm. right? So, I don't know, the, these companies have a amazing amount of influence over our lives and mm. it's just interesting to mm. understand that. Yeah, and it's yeah. also hard to see where it all goes down the line as well because Facebook owns WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Yes. WhatsApp is end-to-end encrypted, but... Mm. It, it's kind of murky, I always thought. I mean, they've, they've done a good job of keeping the brand separate. Yeah. But if Facebook is having, uh, as, as the parent company, to have a responsibility to define terrorism, mm. will it then monitor WhatsApp? I would sw- I would switch from WhatsApp. I'm switching to Signal. And I'm trying to convince I, everyone to do the same. I uh, downloaded Signal the other day. Yeah. And, uh, but no, it's like my, my, friend, my friend Harry <laughs> is on it, and that is it. Yeah. <laughs> I downloaded it and deleted it because also no one was using it. Yeah, so, I, but, so yeah. Should we start a Signal chat? Should we do, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. We'll feel better. What's, um, what's wrong with WhatsApp? Uh, because because Facebook is clearly going to. I mean, I'm not entirely convinced Facebook isn't already 
at risk of making some kind of slander. Uh, I'm not convinced that Facebook isn't already actually using WhatsApp data, so I don't know. Mm. I've heard anecdotal evidence from people that they're being offered WhatsApp contacts as Facebook friends, where they have no idea how they could possibly know them other than through WhatsApp. So I don't know. Mm. I th- I'm not sure that there's that but wall is kind of as separated as people think it is, and it definitely will become less. No black and white rules on how companies use big data. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the oh. um, ICO, like the Information Commissioner's Office, have done a load of stuff on this recently. Didn't, the, didn't, didn't part of the Snoopers charts basically say that uh, if any new product comes out and it's encrypted, government needs a backdoor to it? Yeah. So, yeah. That's fun, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So let's, uh, yeah, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty mental. <laughs> I mean, backdoors are a bad idea. Just in every, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> in, every, in every way, though, because it's like, well, but why don't these people that's understand the that yeah. encryption is something that, like, underlies security on yeah. the web everywhere? Yeah, there's a lot of p- places. Like banking. It's like faux encryption. It's encrypted when you want it to be, yeah. Mr. Company. It's mental. <laughs> encryption going, is a good thing. Going back to the fun topic of terrorism, I think that although they're really uncomfortable, un- uncomfortable questions to ask um we need to like have a joint conversation very publicly about you know where where the where the line should be drawn Mm. Mm. and do you believe just to round up do you think that much like some companies are now using algorithms to promote certain news do you think that terrorism in tech is something that needs to be curated by actual people not computers. Curated terrorist content <laughs> by people. Snackable. Not computers. Snackable mm. terrorist content. Uh, yeah, I hate to make it sound buzzy, but it, in seriousness, yeah. it should be something that actual people mm. mind through. Yeah. Right? And it's going to be a horrible job. I think people are. Good. I mean, but like in terms of law enforcement and stuff. Oh, yeah. of course, of course. But at some point, AI is going to become better at spotting it than humans are. I mean, mm. at the moment, Possibly. it isn't, I'm sure. But <laughs> I think the, the problem there's, with, no, there's no moral reason why it needs to be a human. Mm, no. The problem with AI is at the moment because we don't have the singularity people create people algorithms definitely so are. there are prejudices yeah. baked into the yeah. algorithms themselves yeah which often impact but then that can be that more. can be a transparent bias that, mm. you know we, That's true. we know in what way it's been programmed whereas mm-hmm. a person you can't see inside it's weird because facebook says that it can't deal with fake news so much but it's uh, done that restriction for china on it's building the kind of restricted version mm. of facebook for china so that's interesting that what Facebook can and can't do is different depending on which country. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good way of summing it up, actually. <laughs> um, we've run out of time. Uh, I promise we'll come back to you next week with a much more <laughs> joyful Christmassy episode, <laughs> listener. But just um, just to ask the room, um, Tamlin McGee, tech against hate, or it's slightly too late? <laughs> <laughs> can I just not answer this one? <laughs> okay, fine. It has to rhyme. If you come up with something else, it rhymes with it. Mate. <laughs> Charlotte uh, I don't know it's not, it's not a binary thing David yeah it's just do you want to do, you want um, to do my rhyme the world's the world's uh, complicated Henry I know but this section of the podcast isn't the, the horse has bolted and you're closing the gate oh yeah mm, good I'm cool. complicated actually uh, yeah that is good well nice okay fair enough good way to round up thanks for tuning in to this week's UK Tech Weekly we'll be back next week for more effervescent tech chats uh, you can listen to us via Acast iTunes SoundCloud Embedded Online Embed Offline please subscribe tell uh, everyone about this wonderful insightful podcast um, and also let us know which one of us you think will get fired next I think that should be a good way to go out <laughs> <laughs> until next time say goodbye everybody bye bye everybody see ya UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.